What's up, my wrestling buddies, my wrestling homies, my wrestling friends, my wrestling pals? This is J Dubs Wrestling Talk here with your host with the Mizzos, J Dubs. Whew, man, what a real interesting week in wrestling. Today is Saturday. For all my wrestling buddies, homies, friends, and pals, you in for a treat. This is Fatal 4-Way Saturday. We're going to do NXT, AEW, Impact, and SmackDown today for you guys. So this is going to be a real interesting, real interesting podcast. So sit back, grab your pizza, grab your snack, grab your nachos, grab whatever. We're going to have fun today. So, to kick off, NXT gets ball first. This is the April 20th edition of NXT. The headline of the show is Kyle O'Reilly. So, Kyle O'Reilly came out to kick off the night. Um, so, you know, we promised a huge debut. We're going to get into... Um, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, oh man, after that crazy match against Adam Cole, wow, oh my god, you know, that, that was one crazy match that stand in the liver, yes that was, um, you know, um, yeah, hopefully, uh, oh man, so he kicks off the show, you know, so yeah, you know, um, Cameron Grimes came out, you know, well, let's just get on O'Reilly first. KOR, you know, made his clear focus to move forward from Adam Cole to, he's, you know, he looks like he's going to be the next, um, got to step up for the NXT championship held by Cameron Cross. You know, you know, it, it seems like, um, seems like it that's what's pretty much looking like between cross versus kylo mr kor kylo raleigh so he was talking about that until cameron grimes came out cameron grimes was trying to set up some sort of business relationship and it seems like o'reilly was going with going along with it but he wasn't really trying to do that listen kylo raleigh he he he, he, you know, he's zeroed in on that NXT championship right now. That's his own. That's the thing he's focused on. And you know what? To be honest with you, that's going to be a real interesting match. That is going to be a real interesting match. But yeah, you know, hopefully, um, hopefully that match, you know becomes a five-star match because you know what let me tell you something every time when I see Karrion Cross or Kyle Riley in a match it is going to be interesting I can't wait to see but yeah the first match of the night to kick off the night was between Dexter Loomis and LA Knight uh Knight picks up the win against Loomis uh man <laughs> You know what's so interesting about this match, you know, these two guys, you know, they, you know, it, it was, it was an interesting match. It was an interesting match, you know, you know, 
the pace wasn't like engaging as both men were approached eventually. However, the pace Kate, like kind of derailed in the arrival of Indy Hartwell. You know, ever since, you know, ever for the past number of months, you know, Indy Hartwell's been having this thing with, um, with the tortured artist, AKA Dexter Loomis. Hope hope to do a collab with you, Loomis. If you if you if you're ever hearing this podcast, I I can't wait to do. Let's do an art collab together. But yeah, but you know, like mostly, mostly um, you know they were like, <laughs> you know, what's so funny about you know this um about Hartwell. You know she's gonna get to Loomis somehow. They're gonna kiss one. One way or the other, I guarantee you, because you know that this that was so funny. That yeah, that every time when I see Loomis or Indy Hartwell, it, it's funny, it's entertaining. So after that, you know, LA Knight, you know, gained momentum off that distraction. He picks up the win, and you know, it was it was a very match. It was, it was a very um interesting match. This angle has potential that was thrown out but regardless you know honestly this match this match was okay but you know the I feel I feel like you know it kind of derailed like the momentum like the, like that like the good momentum part of the match that's what kind of pretty much derailed it so yeah so yeah that was pretty much um, <sighs> about um you know, pretty much, uh, oh man, that was a really, that was an okay match, but you know, it, it would have did better. And, um, we had two backstage segments, you know, Leon Ruff, he's ready to, he's ready to, um, try to end this beef between him and Isaiah Swerve Scott soon on his own terms. And he made it very clear know hopefully that match can be something interesting uh and after that beth phoenix interviewed io shirai after her loss to raquel gonzalez you know what is the next step and then beth phoenix did a sit-down interview with io shirai and um uh you know honestly the the promo was going interest the promo like the the sit-down interview was getting a little interesting until per- Presley, aka Frankie Monette's dog, um, she came along and then she was like, telling, you know, honestly, I, honestly, okay, I understand this is, you know, week two of um of Frankie Monette, but why is she not in a match yet, like? Like, I don't know, when is she ever going to have a first match? Like, this this is the thing. Like, if you're trying to build somebody, like, this this is how WWE does it when someone gets called up from the main roster. They have somebody, you know, they, you know, somebody makes their debut and they face, like, some local competitor. It's the same thing, like, like I said, with the main roster. But it's like, why is she, why is she involved in a segment? She should be... Like, in a match, like, that's how I feel, like, you know, you know, it nearly got into a fight with the genius of the sky, telling Shirai that she wanted to take her spot while she was away, 
But I'm like, but but let me tell you something. This segment right now, like, listen, Shirai is a fantastic wrestler, but but she's a much better promo type of person. She was allowed to speak Japanese with this interview with Phoenix, but it serves its purpose. But like, honestly, it seems like the rematch between her and um, Raquel is going to be, it is going to be soon. But you know what? I feel like, okay, more than likely, the way I see it, Raquel is going to retain. That means more than likely Frankie Monette is going to be next in line. Let me tell you something. Like a lot of people, if you don't, if it's your first time watching NXT, you know, like, listen, it, I understand this is like your second time seeing Frankie Monet, Frankie Monet on um, NXT. But let me tell you something. When she was Taya Valkyrie in Impact Wrestling, this woman was a beast. Because you know why? You know, oh my God, like, she was the longest reigning knockout champion, and she's a very solid performer. You know, look at some tapes of her on, like, different indie promotions. She, she's a very talented and skilled wrestler. I, I'll tell you that. So if you're trying to watch, like, if you to see what kind of skills she got, you know, just check it out. You guys are going to like it. Yeah, honestly, you you guys are really gonna like it. Um, but you know what? Hopefully, um, you know, uh, yeah, just hopefully you guys look at some matches of her. And um, yeah, like you know what? You know what? I, I'm gonna see a really good, you know, by the summer. I'm going to say, like, what, this is April? I'm going to say by the summer she's going to be something, but I'm going to say around the fall she might be in the championship hunt. She might be. That's all I'm saying about Frankie Monet. So, but just be careful for Frankie. You know, she's she's going to be something. She will. So, after that, the next match was between the Grizzled Young Veterans versus Bree Zango. GYV, a.k.a. Grizzled Young Vets, get the W, scored the win. You know, the thing is, like, let me tell you something, you know. I understand we just, you know, you know, but let me tell you something. This can be a future number one contenders match between the Grizzled Young Vets, Veterans versus Breezango. Or because, you know what, unfortunately, um, it would have been nice if we saw... Danny Birch and Oni Larkin, but um, Danny Birch, he's still out with his injury. It's kind of like, I heard it was like the same thing like Carrion's injury, but hopefully, um, you know, it would have been nice, but you know, listen, although the NXT tag team division, the male tag team division can always deliver, but it's like, there's a, there's a limited focus somehow. But you know, um, my thing is, is like, let me tell you something. The Grizzled Young Veterans, they're going to be tag team champions one of these days. I'm letting you that right now. They're going to be tag team champions one of these days. Because the way I see it with them right now, it's like, don't get me wrong. You know, they're they're a very solid tag team. 
and and they are. But it's just like, um, when when are they gonna, um, you know, when are they gonna win the championship? Are they gonna win it soon? Um, yeah. So right now, uh, that's the way I see it because you know, honestly, the way I see it, um, like this is how I feel. Like with, you know. With the tag team division, right? You know, they they showed their fair shared. Both teams showed their fair shares. But like it seems like like it feels like, you know. I feel like right now with them and MSK, it feels like they're gonna have one more title match with this rivalry. That that's how I'm feeling. That's that's the way how I'm feeling right now with the tag team division right now for the men, the NXT. The next match was the debut match of Saray versus Zoe Stark. Saray picks up the win, and let me tell you something. She she's like you know what, you know it was a very huge signing with NXT because you know like. Like, more likely she'd be following the footsteps of Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, Ashka to take over the black and gold brand. But let me tell you something. Like, let me tell you something. The, J- the Japan talent. Let me tell you something. This is reasons why Japan wrestling has such a great wave of talent. They do. I got to admit that they really do. Like, honestly, you know... Like, you know what, I would like to see, like, like, you know, let me tell you something, the, the, the talents that, you know, that they have over there in Japan is just so, it's, it's so interesting to me. It is, like, honestly, like, it's just so interesting, like, you know, these, like, these Japan superstars, they just, they're just something, like, they're, like, they always deliver, like. Honestly, like, I, I can't wait because if y'all didn't know, for those who don't know, NXT might start a NXT Japan soon because they're doing India, Australia, and Mexico. I can't wait to see NXT, NXT Japan because you know why I say I can't wait to see NXT Japan because... Like, I'm not knocking the other countries or their talent, but I feel like the NXT Japan is going to be very interesting. Because, you know, honestly, that, that Japan wave of talent, and you know what? Saray, she's one of them. Saray, you know, she was looking very, very solid in this match but versus Zoe Stark. And you know what? It's kind of too early right now to say when is she going to be champion but I'm going to say okay April I'm going to give it by like the fall or the end of the year maybe she'll be in the championship hunt because you know what I feel like the way that I see it right now I feel like throughout all the champions on NXT I feel like Raquel Gonzalez is going to have a lot of contenders on her head but you're gonna have Zoe Stark, you're gonna have Frankie Monet, 
You're going to have Saray. You're going to have Tony Storm. Um, hopefully Candice LeRae or Indy Hartwell, one of the two. Um, maybe, maybe Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. But yeah, you know, but yeah, but at the end of the match, um, Stark and Saray stood in respect for one another, but unfortunately, Tony Storm stomped her out. Stomp on Tony Stark out when she left the ring. But yeah, this match, you know, this this might be something right here. This might be something. You know, this this is gonna be something really, really interesting. I would like to see how this goes. You know, what with, with this, it's it seems like the it seems like Saray and Stark are going to be a tag team. Maybe, maybe I'm maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm wrong. But let's see. The next match was between the with the cruiserweight championship between Kushida and Oni Larkin. Kushida retains via submission. Let me tell you something, Kushida. I know he's the new cruiserweight champion, but. I would like to see what he has. Like, I, I can't wait to see, like, how's his championship ring going to, how long it's going to go. Because you know what? He's doing this open challenge thing. And you know what? That's what I want to see. I love it when a champion throws out a open challenge. Because every week, remember how when John Cena was doing it when he was um, U.S. champion? You know, he opened the doors for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That's what I want to see. Open, uh, open challenge. Like, that would be very, very, um, you know, like, I feel like, you know, that that's going to be very, very interesting. You know, honestly, you know, honestly, this match, you know, Larkin and um, Kushida, you know, they were, they were competing at a high level. I can't lie. Like, let me tell you something, you know. I get, you know, Kushida is the Cruiserweight Champion, like I said, but let me tell you something. I feel like the Open Challenges every week is going to be must-watch for a very long, for a long time since Kushida is the, is the, um, you know, Cruiserweight Champ. Uh, to be honest with you guys, um, you know, Kushida, honestly, Kushida versus like, um, Santos Escobar versus or Kushida versus Jordan Devlin, Leon Ruff, Isaiah Swerve, Scott, Jake Atlas, and more. Like, let me tell you something. He's going to be another one that's going to have a lot of hungry contenders on his head. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. Like that. That's the thing about you know this. Like, I feel like you know this is where you know honestly. Hopefully, um, hopefully, um, man, he, he's going to have a lot of interesting contenders on his head now. That's how I feel with, um, Kushida. He's He's another champion that's going to have a lot of contenders on his head. And I can't wait to see what, who, who's the next challenger is. Because I, I like to see this. Um, <laughs> then after that, it was a backstage segment with... Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai to make it, you know, 
Raquel made it clear talking, saying, you know, she would defeat all challengers. And, you know, I, you know, I can't wait to see this. I, I can't wait to see Raquel Gonzalez's champion. Because you know what? She's been there for like three, like four odd some years since 27. Like, you know what? Ever since I saw her in both Mae Young Classics, I knew she had some sort of potential that, you know, hopefully NXT and WWE can can see in her because, because she was a very, like, you know what? I feel like this year, I feel like this year she's going to be the breakout performer because now she's champion. She's going to be a breakout performer this year. She will. And, and I can't wait to see. Because honestly, like, you know, beside, you know, throughout all the history of, like, the NXT Women's Champion, she's going to be the interesting one out of out of all of them. Like, like don't get me wrong, you know, Io Shirai, she was a good champion. But I would like to see, like, you know, I want to see what kind of platform that Raquel Gonzalez opens for the women's division in NXT. But yeah, the next match was between Imperium and Everrise. Imperium, Imperium scores the W, but th- oh man, it was just honestly, it, it didn't, you know. Honestly, you know, this was like a breadcrumb match, out of out of all things, you know it. it this was a breadcrumb match. You know, Imperium can have fantastic... Can have a fantastic sprint, but just... Like, honestly, Imperium... I, I need to see more out of them, if you want my honest opinion. Like, I really, really need to see more out of Imperium. Like, you know... It seems like they they're, they could be a solid team. But I just need to see more out of them. You know... I, I don't understand it. I just don't understand. You know, that's the thing about Imperium. Like, you know, you had Al- Killian Dane and Drake Maverick trying to distract Imperium. You know. But, you know, Imperium came out on top. Although with the distraction between um Marcel Brethel and Fabian... Oh my god, I can't say this guy's last name. And I'm Fabian, but you know what? Honestly, Everrise, I would like to see more out of them, and Imperium, I would like to see more out of. Because, honestly, it seems like Imperium seems like a very cohesive unit. With their, um... With, um, Walter. NXT UK champion for, like, 900... 900 plus day... But you know what? I would like to see. I would like to see what um Imperium like. I would like to see more out of both tag teams. Um, the next match was the main event between Kyle O'Reilly and Cameron Grimes. Kyle O'Reilly did beat Grimes, but let me tell you some. While he was coming out, the entrance was on his way to the ring. Uh. Guess who was there? Carrying Cross and Scarlet. It seems like we have the we have Kyle O'Reilly, and you know what? Honestly, 
this is going to like honestly like okay O'Reilly is certainly a top star in NXT Grimes he's another talented star but honestly the things that the thing about this match I feel like how do I say it I feel like I feel like this is just the warm-up match for his big being ready for his big match against Karrion. Like I feel like this is just a warm-up match. You know, he's he's gonna try to gain any kind of momentum he can get. And um and the thing is with, with this, O'Reilly's gonna like, you know, honestly. You know, carrying, you know, it's going to be his first ever title defense as champion because he did regain it. But honestly, this is going to be a really like, can you imagine if Karen Cross is the longest reigning NXT champion? Like, I feel like for, for, for a guy with his kind of skill set, you know, the guy would like, oh my God, like. Let me tell you something. Karrion Cross, you know, ever since his days in Impact, I knew he had something. And you know, and you know it's so funny, like, I feel like finally he's getting his shot somewhere in W and you know, it's WWE. And honestly, like honestly, to be honest with you, I, I can't wait to see what um what kind of champion Karrion Cross is. I cannot wait to see. I cannot wait because, you know, carrying Cross, you know, I've been following the guy since his days in Impact Wrestling. And you know what? I Like, you know what? Like I said before, and I'm going to say it again. This is a pro-Carrying Cross podcast because, you know, every time when Carrying Cross is in a match, it's always interesting to watch. This is a Carrying Cross podcast. And you know what? Honestly, the way that I see it, and, and you know, with the, with this match, let me let me get into the match. You know, you know the technical savage, um, Cameron Grimes. You know he was showing his absolute best. You know it was fun. It was a fun contested match. You know the kicks. You know, oh my God. You know these these wrestlers with these kicks nowadays. Oh my God. Like you know. Like, the guy, like, honestly, like, with the kicks in wrestling is, like, dang. Like, when they, when they, when they kick it, they kick it with all they might. Like, they kick, when they do their kicks, they do it with all they might. So, yeah, you know, this, this, it was a, it was a very solid matchup. And, you know, you know, um, honestly, you know, I hope to see, um, Kyle O'Reilly in the, in the, um, you know, I can't wait to see. Him versus Cross. I, I cannot wait to see that. Honestly, that seems like it's going to be a real fun, interesting match. And, you know, I, I can't wait to see it. So, yeah, I just cannot wait to see that match. Because, you know what? Honestly, honestly, it's, it's going to be some fun to watch. And, and I can't wait to see. With that being said, um, this is... What, Alright, so we just finished um the NXT podcast. So um stay tuned, we're gonna take a short little break 
a short break here. Um, uh, we're going to be doing AEW and Impact and SmackDown. Uh, we're just going to take a short break here. And this is J-Dub Wrestling Talk. Stay tuned. What's up all my wrestling buddies, my wrestling homies, my wrestling friends, my wrestling pals. This is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk here with your host with the Mizzles, J-Dubs. Um, good morning from New York City. It is 547. Uh, it, it is Sunday. I'm sorry about yesterday. I just had a long, very ty- tiring day. I had to handle some personal business and I'm... Um, Hopefully we can get this going and, you know, don't get me wrong. And I, I still got you guys on the um, chill out Sunday. I, I still got you guys. Hope. Don't worry about that. Um. Yeah, hopefully um, we're, we're here to talk about the April 21st show, April 21st AEW show. We're here to talk about, you know, all the matches and how I feel. Um, yeah, and and uh, honestly, let's just talk about it. You know, let me tell you some Hangman Page. He's gonna be more likely the number one contender. That's what I feel like he's gonna be the number one contender for this. So. I, I want to see, you know, we're going to talk about this episode and how I f- feel about it. Uh, the first match to kick off the night was between Hangman Page and Ricky Stark. So entering AEW April 21st, 2021. Ricky Starks was on a 10, 10 straight singles match winning streak. So he was 10 out of his last 11. Right. And Hangman Page won eight straight singles matches, 12 match win streak. So that was just pretty much like, you know, two number one contender heavyweights going it, duking it out. So Hangman Page won via submission. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I feel like Hangman Page is going to be a serious threat for the for that AEW championship now. Because honestly, I feel like he's going to be a serious threat and he's showing it. Because the way I saw it in that match, although Ricky Starks, Ricky Starks had, you know, a, a lot of, you know, had some really cool spots. But you know what? I feel like the way I, the way I see it right now, um, he's going to have a lot to, like, you know, that's the thing, you know, that's the thing with Hangman Page, you know, it, it, it was a really interesting match, like, don't get me wrong, but let me tell you something, these are two of AEW's brightest young stars, and let me tell you something, AEW is evolving, because I went, the way I seen it with this match, although Page won by via submission, I feel like Kenny Omega 
I, I don't know. Like, is his reign coming to an end soon? Because let me tell you something. Hangman Page, he's really doing his thing right now. He, he really is. Um, But, you know, you know, um, you know, don't get me wrong. Starks, you know, he showed a very good quality showcase in the match. And honestly, the way I see it with Starks, he's going to be a potential number one contender as well. That, that, let me tell you something. I don't feel like this match is not going to take away from him. But this was just a test for both stars. But Hangman just came out on top. That, that's how I see it. And don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, Starks, you know, he, he was a, he's a very solid competitor. And, and um, honestly, the way I see it. He's gonna be in the he's gonna be in the number one contenders spot real soon. Like if like if Kenny Omega wins the championship, no, not Ke- not Kenny Omega. Um, if Hangman Page wins the championship, I guarantee you, I guarantee you this, Starks is gonna be is gonna be in that mix too. He will definitely be in that mix, and and I can't wait to see that. So the next match was between Penn and Penta Trent with Orange Cassidy with Penta L Zero. Oh my God, I can't say this. I, I, sorry guys, pardon my. I can't really say that. Can't really um. Me Dara, Meal Deal. Oh man, I can't really. I'm sorry guys. But um, Penta what? defeated Trent you know but it was a pretty good enjoyable match but honestly like the commercial breaks kind of like slow them like honestly like this is reasons why like don't get me wrong you know but my thing is like the commercial breaks kind of slow like derail all that fast momentum into the match and that's my thing I'm like oh come on because honestly, like I like it, like when um, like when you have a a match that's like slowly rising to its momentum, right? But it's just like it's just the commercials that kill it. Like you know what? One of these episodes, AEW has to do a commercial-free episode. Like that would be cool. A commercial-free AEW because you can see like the entire full match. And, like, that's what I want to see. Like, that's, you know, that would be nice to look at. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I, I, I swear, like, you know, like, I feel like, you know, one of these, like, like Ross, Raw, Impact, SmackDown, NXT, you know, Impact, like, they should do, like, a commercial-free episode one of these days. But, yeah, back to the match, like, you know... Penta, he showed his fair share, and um, and um, Trent showed his fair share, but you know, but you know, it seems like Penta was just the better man in this match, and and that's what it pretty much boiled itself down to. That's all. That's all it was, because you know what? The way I see it, this this match was good, but it could have did better. That that's all I gotta say. And. After that, Jer- Jim Ross does a sit-down interview with the Pinnacle, 
and um um he was just like you know getting everybody's thoughts for their upcoming blood and guts ahead of blood and guts on may 5th when they face off against the inner circle let me tell you something this is reasons why mjf and the pinnacle never let down on the promos they 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 absolutely don't they absolutely do not let down on the promos um honestly the way i see it like let me tell you something the their blood and guts let me tell you something i feel like it's going to be down to the last move because you know man that's going to be a real interesting match with ftr sean spears mjf let me tell you something the pinnacle they're going to be something you know i really have this funny feeling that they might beat the inner circle next week maybe maybe i'm right maybe i'm wrong but but yeah you know that was a cool segment you know it was short but it, it was sure as hell impactful i'll give you that you know, I can't wait to see that match. I, I hope it's a five-star match. Um, the, so, the upcoming match after that segment was for the AEW Women's Championship between Hiroko Shida versus Tay Conti. Shida defeats Conti, but let me tell you something. Let me explain something to you. Tay Conti, she really stepped up. Like, I know she lost, but let me tell you something. This is why, you know, I'm so, ha- like, I'm I'm kind of pumped that, you know, Tay Conti's getting her shot somewhere. Because in NXT, they used her every once in a while. She wasn't, she wasn't used on NXT a lot. That's another, that's, an, that's another, you know, that's, an, that's another um, person that was on NXT that, you know, WWE just dropped the ball on. Like, look at, you had Deanna Peraza. She, she's the knockouts champion over at Impact. Tay Conti, you know, she she's like one of the top stars in the AEW's women's division. So, oh man, you know, finally she's getting her shot somewhere. And, you know, she, Conti looked like a star in this match, honestly. But you know what? The way I see it, The way I see it right now, hopefully Conti wins the championship. Hopefully it happens. Because honestly, the way I see it. Because, you know, Hiroko did beat Tay Conti. Now, Dr. Britt Baker, a.k.a. DMD. I'm happy belated birthday, Britt Baker. Happy belated birthday. You know, I hope, you know, your 30s, you know, brings, uh, I wish you nothing but the best and success in your na- next chapter of life. Um, and I wish you the very best, you know, hopefully you're like one of the top, the top stars in AEW and, and certainly you are. Hopefully to see you win a championship. You know, I wish you the very best of luck in your, um, in your 30 years, in your 30 year of living. Happy, happy belated birthday, Brett wish you the very best but yeah let me get back to let me get back to that um dr Britt baker now she's the ranked number one woman in the division so it seems like we're gonna get 
Hiroko versus um Britt Baker very, very soon. Hopefully, you know, that, that match gonna is gonna be really something. But you know what, honestly? Like the women's division right now. Let me tell you something. The women's division, I feel like, okay, you know, you got Red Velvet, you got Jade, Jade Cargill, you got Britt Baker, you got um, Rebel, not Reba. <laughs> um, but you know what? And you got Hiroko. And, you know, hopefully um, that um, women's division and um, AEW grows. Like, I really hope, I really hope. Because that women's division, you know, they're not... They're not below average, but you know they're they're above average, in my honest opinion. You know, hopefully that you know they get the stars that they need. Hopefully, um, they sign some really talented um stars. And yeah, that's all I gotta say. And, and you know, I, I just hope that you know the women's division shines very soon. So the inner circle responds to to the pinnacle. You know. <laughs> Oh my god, Jericho, he was funny in this segment. He was saying some really interesting stuff. Santana said, um, the pinnacles, action is nothing but some bitch moves. And um Chris Jericho, he cut a a, a lengthy promo in it. And um he issued a challenge for a parlay between the factions in, on next week's show. That's gonna be very, very, very interesting. I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see that. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully that's going to be a fun match. I, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see that. And you know, it, it was a very, it was a very cool little promo. But yeah, moving on. The next match of the night was between Billy Gunn and QT Marshall. Uh, Marshall, Marshall defeats Billy Gunn, but like, listen, honestly, the match wasn't, it was exactly what you expect from Gunn and Marshall in 2021. But you know what? This match, like, listen, a veteran like Billy Gunn and honestly, like the match was, the match was fun, but you know what? I, there, I feel like a lot of people is going to look at this match as a breadcrumb match. But you know what? I wouldn't go that far yet. But you know what? Billy Gunn, you know, a veteran like him, he still got it. He he, he still got it. You know, he, he still, like, he can, like, put on a good show when, if he wants to. Um, QT, you know, he put on a little fair shit. But, you know, this match would have did better. And, and honestly, I, I feel like this match should have just match would have just did better so th- that's my thing it wasn't like a, a big time like a big deal but yeah that, that's it you know that's pretty much what I what I think about it um you know um prior to the for this next match between powerhouse Hobbs and Christian Cage Prior to the next match, um, the cameras caught up with the AEW World Champion and, and the Impact Wrestling Tag Team, the Good Brothers, and the 
and the um, AEW Tag Team Champions, the Young Bucks and Don Callis in a remote location. Oh my God, this was so funny. This, and then you hear the horn honking, and then um, Moxley and um, Eddie Kingston pulls the pull pulls up, and then they like smash the trail, and then that that was funny. He said Moxley labeled them bitch as bitch AF. That was funny. I'm like, oh my God, this is the reason why, you know, Moxley, oh man, you know, he, he's grown a lot, like, oh man, you know what, uh, you know, I'm happy for him, like, in AEW, you know, he's, but listen, he's still staying afloat, I'll give him that, he is still staying afloat, that, that's my thing with John Moxley, he's staying afloat somehow, some way. You know, and I'm happy for um for Moxley. You know, hopefully um hopefully he becomes champion again. Hopefully he becomes champion because you know he's a very solid, he's a very skilled competitor, and you know, hopefully, hopefully I I can see it. Uh, the next match was between Powerhouse Hobbs and Christian Cage. Cage defeated Hobbs. But you know what? Listen, a young star like Powerhouse Hobbs. But you know what? Christian, you know, he put on a great showing, honestly. Like, I know it's not like Christian in his heyday Christian, but you know what? He, sh- he still put on a good showing, honestly. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs, you know, hopefully he gets better. You know, in my honest opinion, I hope, hopefully he gets better because, you know, Hobbs, you know, he put on like a fair share. He did. And and, um, honestly, the way I see it, um, my thing with Hobbs is, how do I feel about Hobbs? Hobbs can be... So I'm not going to say champion because, you know, he's still like in that like little like mid card phase. But you know what? I don't mind seeing powerhouse Hobbs as champion real soon. <clears throat> I don't mind seeing him as champion really soon because, you know what? He seems like he's a very skilled competitor in the ring and and he showed it. I understand he lost, but, you know, he, he really showed a lot of improvement in the match. I'll give him that. But you know what? Hopefully Hobbs, you know, putting over his, you know, he has he has tremendous size and power. And, you know, hopefully, you know, soon enough we can see him in a championship match. The next match was for the TMT championship match between Darby Allen and the fans choice Jungle Boy. Wow. Let me tell you something. This was a very, very interesting match to close out the night although Darby Allen retained to defeat Jungle Boy let me tell you something those two tore down the house honestly this this match right here wins pizza wins the um pizza match of the night the pepperoni pizza match of the night and um and um Tay Conti and um and um, Hiroko, they went deluxe 
Supreme Pizza match of the night. Because honestly, between the... Honestly, Allen and Jungle Boy, they, they, they tore down the house. They really tore down the house. Like honestly, the way, the way I see it right now, man, Jungle Boy, he showed a very, very solid match. Him and Darby, you know, they, put, they both put on a fair share. Like, you know what, honestly, like the way I saw it, I'm like, these two, like, there was times where I thought Darby had him. But there was some, like there was some spots in the match where I thought Jungle Boy was gonna pu- gonna pull up, gonna pull off the upset of the night. Like, like who would have thought Jungle Boy as TNT? I'm like, wow. But you know, Jungle Boy, I-, I rock with him. Like, listen, he's gonna be a champion one of these days. Hopefully, hopefully he's gonna be champion. Cause honestly, um, the way I see it. With like um, with Darby and Jungle Boy, like Darby, you know, he's a fighting champion. Darby, you know, he's a very fighting champion. You know, he brings on a very interesting showing every week. And you know what? Honestly, to be honest with you, I, I really like, I really like watching that because honestly, the way I see it with um. With Darby, I don't want to say it to, like, I'm not saying it now. I don't want to say it to, like, I understand it's a little early to say this, but around next year, given by, like, next year, he's going to be world champion. I I feel like, you know what, he's a very solid, he's a fighting champion that can give you a good match um, night by night. And you know what? Honestly, to be honest with you, I think he. Honestly, I feel like he's going to be a interesting, interesting um, champion. Like he, he's a very solid TNT champion. But you know what? I feel like by next year, he's going to be in the world championship hunt, hopefully. And then Jungle Boy, you know, hopefully, if Darby wins the world championship next year, I hope he becomes TNT champion. Because honestly, the way Jungle Boy, you know, did his performance tonight, he, he showed a good one, and he did. But yeah, you know, my thing is this week with AEW. You know what? Honestly, you know, for both men's and one, like, like I wouldn't be like you know. Hopefully, this match between Darby and Jungle Boy. I wouldn't be surprised if this became match of the year candidate. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, those were like, and you know what? Um, you know there were two championship matches, but you know what? Both champions showed a resilient showing. The challengers they showed a very resilient show, showing, and honestly. I'm gonna say give it around next year. Let me let me get back to the um take um Hiroko and Conti match. Hopefully next year, Take Conti is gonna be champion. I see a very big chance of her being champion by next year. Because you know what? The way I see it, don't get me wrong, Hiroko, she's a very a very 
solid champion right now. But you know what? Someone's gonna, someone's gonna, I, I don't wanna say, I don't wanna say it so early, but you know what? It's going to be, I feel like Britt Baker might, might, um, might beat Hiroko very soon. I, I really have that feeling. Like, you know what, Britt Baker? She's a very solid heel right now. Um, you know, she, it looks like she has all the tools to be champion. She does. Hiroko, you know, she's showing her, she's showcasing her champion skills. And, you know, that, that's something that we like to see as wrestling fans. And you know what, Conti, she showed a very surprise showing. But you know what? Hopefully, you know, this honestly, um, with tonight's, um, with AEW, they get eight out of 10 slices of pizza. That That's how I feel. Yeah, that's how I feel. This, this episode of AEW, they get eight out of 10 slices of pizza. Uh, but yeah, the way I see it, you know, um, I can't wait to I can't wait to see next week's show because it, honestly, like AEW, they're on the rise. They are. They're really on the rise. And you know what? Uh, hopefully, I I see more out of them because that's what we want to see. We want to see more. And you know, hopefully, you know the women's, you know how I am how I feel about their women's division right now, and um. And um, hopefully, um, you know, Darby Allen, he's still showing his fighting champion ways. And, you know, it's going to be a real interesting one. Hopefully I see that. Hopefully I do see that. Um, but, yeah, um, we're going to take a short break. We're going to do the impact review. And then after that, we're going to do SmackDown. So with that being said, this is J-Dub's Wrestling Talk here with the host, your host with the Mizzles, J-Dubs. Stay tuned. What's up all my wrestling buddies, homies, friends, pals? This is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk here with your host with the Mizzles, J-Dubs. Oh, we're back at it again. We're here to talk about the April 22nd, 2021 edition of Impact Wrestling. All right. The go-home show for Rebellion. Oh, man. This was an okay night. I'll tell you that. You know, we had, you know, Omega and Swan. You know, um, we had Tennille Dashwood trying to, you know, build some momentum for her championship match against Deon Perrazzo. Um, Jordan Grace is still looking to silence the Knockouts Tag Team Champions um, somehow, some way. You know, Violent by the Violent by Designs, Eric Young squares off against a familiar foe, Eddie Edwards. And let's kick it off. Let's kick off this show review. So, first match to kick off the night was between the Good Brothers and Decay. Um, the Good Brothers did win, but honestly, 
honestly, to be honest with you, like, okay, you know, this was like an okay match to, you know, you know, my thing is, okay, this is how I feel about it. All right. My thing is like, this match should have did better because you have, you have the Good Brothers facing off against Finjuice at Rebellion. This match could have did better, honestly, to be honest with you. Like, like my thing is what the, like, listen, if you have, if you're facing off against the, like, for example, like you see, if you got the Good Brothers, right? You gotta give them some sort of momentum going into the pay-per-view. Like, don't get me wrong, I, I I understand they won, but you have to, like, give them that kind of, mo- like, you got to give them that test. I'm not saying this match was bad, but you got to give them that test. That's all, that's all I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. Like, like, I understand that they won. I'm not, I'm not taking away from them. I'm not taking away from anything from Decay, but honestly, like, if you have, if you have like two guys that are going to be facing the tag team champions at a pay-per-view you have to build like give them a match like give give the fans a little preview to what to expect come come the pay-per-view that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying like don't get me wrong it it was a good you know good little match to start off but honestly you got to give them a match like you gotta give them like that match to like okay, let's see what happens on the to the pay per view. But you know what, they did win. I'm not taking away anything from that, and that that's that's pretty much what it is. It, you know, it was an okay match, but it would have did better. The next match was between Tennille Dashwood and Susan. All right, so you have the number one contender right now, Tennille Dashwood. Making her message loud and clearly to Deanna Perrazzo. Like, listen, I'm coming for your championship. So, Dashwood defeats Susan. But my thing is, the same is the same. But, you know, majority of this match was was taking a commercial break. But it's like, why is it every time that... Like, this is how I feel, right? Same thing, like, we just talked about with with the good brothers if you have your number one contenders right if you have your number one contenders right you gotta give them like that match where you're gonna see a lot of like see something like although Tennille won you gotta give your number one contenders like that that match like that boost like, I understand she won. I understand Tennille won. But my thing is, you got to give them a match where it's like, okay, what, this is what we're in store, in, that we're in store to see during the pay-per-view. Because you know what? This is going to be another big-time test for Diana Perrazzo. Like, listen, right now as Knockouts Champion, she she's, she's doing it. She's doing the thing. She is. I'll admit that. She's really, you know, a fighting champion. Don't get me wrong. She she will be, like, honestly, 
you know, what, what my state with the knockouts division is, she's, she's gonna, like, you know, she's a fighting champion, and I like, and, you know, that's the thing that I want to see. You know, like, honestly, with, with the knockouts right now, you know, after this match, like, if Tennille wins or Deanna wins, I want to see the state of the knockouts going forward. Who's going to be the next one to step up for the knockouts championship? That's who I want to see because, you know, honestly, if Deanna retains tonight, right? So you're going to have a lot of, a lot of people going to be, like, as, as worthy contenders. You know, you, you got Alicia Edwards, I think, that should get more, that, that should, honestly, you know, get some more, like, matches in because I, I want to see her as knockouts champion, right? Um, what else? You know, you got Havoc and Nevea. You have Kiara Hogan. You have Tasha Steeles. Like, you have worthy contenders for both for both competitors, for, for Diana and um, Tennille. You know, hopefully we can see somebody, like, new on the scene, like, you know, you still got Kimberly, and, um, honestly, with the knockouts division right now, it, like, like I said, if both competitors, like, if it's Tennille that wins, or Deanna wins, who is their next challenger? Who is their next challenger? Because, you know what, my thing with the knockouts, you know, they have, they have a lot of underrated, like, you know, a lot of people, honestly, in my opinion, I said it before and I'll say it again. The knockouts division or the Rodney Dangerfield of women's wrestling. They get no respect whatsoever. Because a lot of people sleep on the knockouts, honestly. That, that's my thing with the knockouts. Like, they, they get slept on so heavily. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like, like between, you know... Like they're up there with um NXT, honestly. They they really are, but it's like, you know, a lot of people don't really see that. Cause it's like, how how can you not say like the knockouts is like one of the better div- divisions right now in wrestling right now? Cause I think they are. Cause the way I see it with the knockouts, it's like why why a lot of people don't give them that much airplay? Like, when I look at, you know, social media, when I look at Instagram, you know, Twitter, um, yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully, um, those two, um, competitors, Daniel Dashwood and Deanna Perrazzo, hope they, um, tear down the house with, with their match. I, I, you know, hopefully, you know, let's see who comes out on top, that's all. Um, the next match was between Shira and Jake Something. Uh, Shira defeats Jake something. And my thing is right now, um, Shira, although he won, but where, what kind of angle that he's going in, that's the thing. Like, that's my thing with those mid carters, where, what direction that they're going in. Cause the way I see it, you, like this is reasons why for those mid carters, you need a mid card championship. Like, at least fight for something. You know, bring back the um, TV championship. Bring back that, 
Remember the um, championship that Booker T came in with? It was what? It was the Legends Championship, and they changed it to, um, like you know what? Like bring a mid card championship back. Like, like does anybody remember the Grand Championship back in 2016? Like, that's my thing with the mid carders. What are they really fighting for? Over an impact because you have the world, you have two world championships held by Rich Juan. You have the Knockouts champion Deanna Perrazzo, and you have the Knockouts tag team champions Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles, aka Fly, Fire and Flavor. My thing is like what with like you know what with mid carders you got to give them a championship impact. That's all I'm saying. Like, you have to give them some sort of a championship that at least the mid-carders got something to fight over. Like, don't get me wrong, you got the X-Division championship with um, Ace Austin as well. I totally forgot about him. Right? But my thing is, like, get, give the mid-carders something to fight for. Like, you know, like I said, bring back that grand championship. I understand how that had a weird concept, but listen, it kind of, it worked. It, it worked somehow, somewhat. That, that's how I feel about that. Um, oh, man. And then the next... Um, that, that's how I feel about this match. Like, like okay, I, although... You know, Shira and... um, Although Shira won, what, what does this mean? Like, is, is he going to... Is something going to happen? Is he going to, like, try to you know, try to build something off that, uh, you know, but jig something, he seems like he's going to be the future star, the star of the future, like, it seems like he's a big time baby face over an impact, but it's like, what kind of, like, how's his booking going to hold up, that's the thing, that's a lot of people question nowadays, how is somebody's booking going to hold someone up, like, listen, if you want to, like, build a, like, listen, if, if you if you're like trying investing to this guy to be the top the next um top baby face in your in your company, you gotta like my thing is is like how's this booking gonna hold him up as that top star baby face? That's the thing. Like that's the thing that I'm trying to see. Like hopefully he does have solid booking. Because everybody wants solid booking in professional wrestling, but but like that's my thing. How's this booking gonna hold him up? Like, listen, Jake's something. He's a very talented competitor, right? But my thing is, how's it gonna go? Like, that's the thing that I'm trying to understand here. Like, he is a talented competitor. You know, you can't you can't knock him for it. But what does this mean for? His booking. Same thing with Shira. Like, Shira, it seems like... Like, honestly, like, you know, for mid-carders, like, those two... Like, give up, like, impact. Bring, like, an old championship or make a new championship. Because, you know, you got... At least give the mid-carders something to fight over. Like, that's, that's my thing. Like, you know, Shira, he's a talented competitor. Jake, something, he's talented as well, but... At least give them something to give them something to fight over. 
Like, that's my thing. Like, it feels like that's... Like, I understand, you know, sometimes championships can be a little too much because you're going to have too much championships. But, listen, it, it's it's better to fight over nothing, honestly. Um, the next, um... The next, um, it was a rich... It was a Rich One promo, like a really... Oh, man. Rich One, you know, this is going to be a real big test. Because, you know, Impact is really dependent on him. Like, this is kind of like... It gives me those vibes of, like, John Cena versus Rob Van Dam back in ECW One Night Stand of 06. Like, it really gives me that vibe. Because, you know, you have... You know, WWE was depending on Cena... And, you know, ECW was dependent on RVD. Like, it feels like it's that kind of match. Like, that that's how I feel about it. Like, that's how I feel. Like, a lot of, you know, a lot of the Impact stars said, you know, Rich is going to, Rich is going to um, win. And a lot of the AEW stars was talking about how Kenny was going to win. Honestly, like, this is going to be a real interesting match. But, you know, while Moose, while, um, Rich Swan was on the mic. Guess who came? The, t- the arena suddenly darkened. And guess who finally made their return? Believe it or not, Moose. Moose out of all... I'm like, Moose. It's been a while. Like, listen, you know, I'm happy to see him back. You know, but he told Rich Swan this. He said, you better not lose those titles or you'll be paying the consequences. You'll be paying the ultimate consequences to me. Moose warned him. I'm like, oh, man. So you're telling me, like, because you know what? I feel like, I feel like, okay, how's it going to go? If Rich wins tonight, that means who's going to be first in line? Like, because you're going to have Moose or Omega invoking their rematch clause that's that's the way I see it because how is that gonna work because now if Rich wins he's gonna gonna be competing over in AEW as well right that that's what it's looking like right um what else um you're gonna have a like that's that's the thing like how is it gonna work who's invoking their rematch clause first like that that's the thing that I'm trying to understand like with um with that um part like that's the thing that I'm trying to understand what's how is this going to work how is this going to work that that's what I'm trying to figure out here um but yeah um the next match was a knockout was knockout action you had one half of fire and flavor from the Knockouts Tag Team Champions, Kiera Hogan facing off against Jordan Grace. All right. Listen, this match, you know, you know, um, Jordan Grace, like, Jordan Grace won, defeated Hogan via DQ. Uh, but you know what? Honestly, what if I told you the daughter of Paul Ellering, Rachel, made her impact debut so i know jazz retired but you know what 
let me tell you something. I would like to see, you know, that'd be cool. You know, Rachel Ellering, you know, finally she's getting her shot somewhere. You know, that that's the thing I want to see. Her getting her shot somewhere. Like, you know, because I've seen Rachel Ellering a lot, you know. I've seen her in the Mae Young Classic. I've seen a few of her matches on NXT. And finally, she's getting, like, a shot somewhere. Like, can you imagine if... If um, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering wins... Winning tonight? Knocking, like... Silencing the tag team champions? Like, listen, I'm all for because, you know what... Like, you know what? Google, YouTube, some of Rachel Ellering's matches. Because she's been all over. I'm talking about Japan. I'm talking about WWE. Like, she's a very solid star. Like, but my thing is, why did she not get her, her shot yet? Like, finally, you know, with Impact. Finally, with Impact Wrestling, you know, Finally, she's 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 gonna be something big in that division, and you know it seems like they signed her. Maybe I'm maybe I'm right, maybe I'm wrong, but you know what? Honestly, Rachel Ellering, she she's a very unique competitor, you know. But you know this is what I like with Impact officials. Always looking for fresh faces for com- competing for both championships, the knockouts, singles, and the tag team championships, and, and yes. And you know what? It seems like Rachel Ellering stepped up, and honestly, she's gonna take Jazz's place as I'm um, Jordan Grace's partner. And you know what? Honestly, I'm I'm I really like listen. If if Grace and Ellering wins tonight, listen, I'm all for it. But you know what? My thing is, like I say, how is their booking gonna hold them up? That's the thing. If you're trying to build like a solid tag team in the tag team division of the knockouts, you have to give them good booking. Because you can't be like WWE. Like, you know, my thing is between WWE, like their women's championships and the and the tags. Let me tell you something. The, the difference between it. They don't, like, they don't lose, like... Like, let me tell you something. Knockouts is where it is, honestly, because they don't have breadcrumb matches. They don't have one knockout, like in some sort of a clown show of a storyline. And we're going to get that. We're going to keep and keep that. Keep that one in mind, because we're going to get to the SmackDown review after this. Um, But you know what? My thing is with with the knockouts and the women's division of WWE. Let me tell you something. The knockouts, they they can't, they do it better than WWE because you know why? They give you fresh faces. They give you new challengers. They give you new champions. But my thing is, it's like, like what, what? My thing is, it's like, finally, they're doing what a lot of people ask for because honestly, like, I tell a lot of people, like, listen, you know, look look at the Impact Knockouts. Like, they're, they, they, they have a very good, solid division. But a lot of people don't don't see it. Because majority of the um, wrestling fans I talked to, they were, like, 
they used to watch Impact back in the day. But you know what? Like, even the, like this is the reason why the knockouts, in my honest opinion, is like one of the be- the better women's divisions in WWE. I mean, not not they they have a better division than WWE because you know why they don't have a ch- a woman that's a like a double digit champion and losing it so fast like new faces new competitors that's what the knockouts has this is you know what WWE with y'all women's division and you're booking with the with y'all take notes from the knockouts take notes like for real take notes like this is reasons why the like listen that's why I enjoyed the knockouts more than watching the the WWE female stars because you know why because they have a lot of fresh faces like I said but my thing is is like my thing is like I'm not taking away nothing from NXT as well I'm not but you know what the knockouts that they, they got it going on too I'm just saying, like, honest, and you know what, Jordan Grace, she's a very underrated star, and hopefully she makes another run for the Knockouts Championship again very soon, but you know what, right now, it seems like her and Ellering about to win the Tag Team Championships tonight. That's what it, that's what it really looks like tonight. Like, hopefully, you know, that match has, you know pretty much has a good showing because we all want to see you know something cool during the match um yep so the next match was the main event between Eric Young and Eddie Edwards um Young defeats Edwards but like, you know, they have a very, like, okay, you know what? Honestly, the way I see it with this, you know, you have former world champions facing off against each other. And you know what? Their in-ring chemistry was amazing. Like, their like their in-ring chemistry was, like, very, like, was a very, you know, strong presence in this match. Because you know why? They faced off multiple times. And um, honestly, like, honestly, you know, it's just sad that, you know, like talent like this, like former world champions like Eddie Edwards, um, you know, Eddie Edwards and Eric Young, like why they're not like in like, like, I understand we got like, this is what I mean by you need to have another championship because like. I understand, you know, they're in an angle with each, like, they're in a storyline with each other, but give, like, like, my thing is, is, like, you know, this was a wild, like, you know, this, this match was no different, like, you know, it's very chaotic, a lot of energy towards it, but you know what, honestly, you know, violent by design, I feel like right now, 
like I feel like tonight is going to be a test to see where do they stand right now as a faction. That's my thing. It feels like at Rebellion tonight, it's going to, how do I say it? I feel like it's going to be a test of where they're at right now. Are they that are they that um team right now? Or they're just another it, it it it's like it's like what um football and baseball. Are they gonna be the best or they're just gonna be a bust? Like that's that's what's pretty much boiling itself down to. It seems like, you know, you know that, you know, the way this um tag team was built, it seems like, you know, they you know, their momentum is going well, but you know what? If they win tonight, I feel like this win tonight is going to take their faction to the next level. <clears throat> that's that's my thing. Like, that's, that's what I'm going to see, because, you know, honestly, you know, like that, that's how, that's how I feel about Violent by, Des- by Design. If they win tonight, they're gonna. This win is gonna take their booking to the next level. That's how I see it with them. Um, this Impact Wrestling. Here's the um. If I had to rate, you know, Impact Wrestling on a pizza pie, this will get a good seven and a half out of ten slices. The reason why I said I'm not saying it wasn't a bad show, but for the number one, con- like for your contenders for the championships, they need to have better matches. That's the only way. Like that's the only thing. That's the only thing I want to see. Like you know, if you have your number one contenders, you gotta build their momentum. Like don't get me wrong. Like, <clears throat> like that's the thing. Like. You don't want them to be losing before their championship match looking at the lights like that. Like, listen, that's a great job by Impact because they know, like, like we got to make our number one contenders look strong. And that's the thing about, you know, um, what Impact right now, like they kind of understood, like, listen, we can't make our champions look this like make not our champions, the, our contenders look bad right now. We, we really have to like, how do I say it? How do I say uh make make sure they look strong and you know they build some sort of um momentum during their championship matches. So that's pretty much the final note I have with Impact Wrestling on this um review. So we're gonna take a quick another quick little break. Um we're gonna be doing SmackDown. <sighs> when you hear that, huh? It's gonna be a re- something you're going to say, J-Dubs, what, they did something stupid again, and yeah, we're going to talk about SmackDown. So, keep it locked, everybody. Stay tuned. This is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk. What's up, all my wrestling buddies, my wrestling friends, my wrestling homies, my wrestling pals? This is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk here with your host with the Mizos, J-Dubs. Oh, man. Oh, 
you know, I hope everyone's having a good Sunday right now. You know, I, we decided to stretch this little podcast for both both days. Um, later on, I'm going to be doing another um, podcast episode on, you know, our, our little Sunday chill chat. So I, I still got you. I still got you on that. Uh, but man, oh my goodness, we're here to talk about SmackDown. Right? We're here to talk about Friday Night Smackdown. Let's be honest here. I feel like Raw's tendencies are starting to rub off on Smackdown now. Like, really, it's really starting to get to that point where, like, okay, although I've been seeing on social media how the Smackdown ratings has been going up, but it's like, my whole thing is why I feel like Monday Night Raw's tendencies are starting to rub off on SmackDown now. But honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know, but you know, the things we're going to talk about on this this show review is, you know, who will who's on Roman's next challenger and then Apollo Crews is going to defend his Intercontinental Championship. And then, you know, oh my god. Oh, SmackDown, SmackDown, SmackDown. It's just like, you know, Roman starts off the show like always. Oh my god. You know what? Honestly, the way I see it right now... Well, never mind. Cesaro kicked off the show this week. You know, he addressed the WWE Universe until, you know, about, you know, him him potentially being the next challenger. But Seth Rollins came out. Oh, my God. You know, the, it, guys, don't you realize, like, this is Monday Night Raw, but in a Friday, but in a Friday form. It, it, it feels like, listen, let me tell you something. The thing is that I don't understand is, okay, you got, it, it, it makes, it don't make no sense because it's always the same people that start the show and it's always the same people that end it, that end the show. Because I, like, listen, I don't mind Cesaro, but finally, you know, a lot of people are not really, a lot of people, believe it or not, in my opinion, are not feeling Cesaro. Listen, Cesaro, he's a very underrated star. And he's, like, honestly, he's long overdue. Because ever since he came up to the... Ever since, you know, his time on the main roster, it's like, okay, he won the U.S. title, you know, won the IC title and held the tag team championship a couple of times. To But listen, if he wins the Universal Championship, it's going to be, like... It's going to be something, but I want to see what his booking looks like if he does. If he does wins the Universal Championship, my thing is, what is his booking going to look like? That's my thing. Like, listen, honestly, you know, you have Zeph Rollins that, honestly, you know, I wouldn't, like, insert him in the title picture not just yet because he just came back. He just came back, and, you know, don't get me wrong. I, listen, you know, Zeph Rollins, he's a very, very talented performer. 
But my thing is, like, my thing is what what I'm Seth is. Um, my thing is what Seth is. It's like, how do you, you know, how do you book him if he does win the Universal Championship? That that's my thing. You know, I I don't know because it, it's kind of like, like how I feel about it. Like I'm on like the like the mid side of this, like I'm in the middle with the situation. That that's how I feel about you know this this whole in this thing. Um, so to start off the the first match of the night was between Cesaro and Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso and Seth Rollins. Uh, Cesaro, Bryan and Cesaro defeats Rollins and Uso. So you telling me Friday Night SmackDown? It takes 40 damn minutes to have your first match of the night. It takes 40 minutes? Like, like, listen, we only had... Oh, my God. This is like Monday Night Raw all over again, but in a Friday form. Like, now I see why I tell you how whatever what Monday Night Raw does, SmackDown's going to do the same. Oh, man. I, I don't get it. It's like, I feel like this is going to be a two-hour train wreck. telling you like it feels like like we only had one I, I don't understand it with Smackdown like they t- they ate majority of the first hour up it's like oh Smackdown you you know my thing with Smackdown is stop doing what Monday Night Raw is doing because you know what it's like we start off the week so stressed out with Monday Night Raw we end the week doing the same thing on SmackDown. I don't know, SmackDown. I just don't know what you guys. Honestly, the way I see it with y'all is, is just, my thing is, you guys need to stop copying what Monday Night Raw does. Because you know what? We expect more out of SmackDown. Raw is just Monday Night Raw. I just don't get it. Oh, man. It's just... It it gets to the point where you get tired of seeing this. I I just don't get it. I I just don't understand it. Friday Night Smackdown, I get it. Oh, the next match was between Tamina with Natalya with with, um, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, the women's tag team champions in the return of Reginald you know what guys do you ever get sick of this because let me tell you something like now I really start like I'm really starting to feel bad for Shayna Baszler because it's don't you realize they face the same people They, they face the same people you know what there was a rumor saying before WrestleMania how Shayna was supposed to um, turn on um, on Nia. But I feel like at WrestleMania Backlash, we might get our dream come true. Because honestly, like, honestly, I feel bad for Shayna Baszler. Like, we, we, I'm going to say this, before, I'm going to say, I said it before, I'm going to say it again. She needs to be in the Women's Championship, hon. 
okay? Although we have Charlotte out, it, it, does it get tiring to see her in this nightmare of, a, of booking? Like, listen, honestly, if Shayna, Shayna obviously should bounce. Like, listen, you know, if, if she's not in the women's chair, I don't understand. You know, you have her on that clown show on Monday Night Raw. Now she has to be stuck in another clown show in a women's division on SmackDown. Because don't you realize they face the same people? It's either Nia, Nia and Shayna face off against Mandy and Dana, Naomi and Lana, Tamina and Natalya, or the Riot Squad. It's either, it's the same people. Like, why is it every time we have the same people? Like, that's how I understand. Like, this match, um... And, man, but this match, Tamina defeated Nia Jax. But you know what? This is getting out of hand. But, you know, like, honestly, stop always, like, listen, stop always adding Reginald into with your women's segments, okay? Because this happens, it's, it's every time. It's either... Reginald does something at to cause a distraction. It, it, it's getting ridiculous. And guess what? The, the match ends. The match ends in a roll-up, man. Once again, with this damn roll-up. I swear. Like, I'm about to have a nervous breakdown if I see another roll-up. Why is it every time we have to see a roll-up? Oh my God, man! It's just what? Why every time we gotta see roll-ups? Like, oh my God, WWE! It, it, it feels like Monday Night Raw all over again. It, it, it just don't make sense. It's like, you know, it, it don't make any sense because you know this unnecessary drama with with the non-Miss Reginald is like, you know what? Like, y'all need to get Reg out of there, man. For the love of everything, for the love of professional wrestling, get him out of here, man. Dang, it, it, it's just so sloppy between bells. It's just like, yo, get my man Reg out of here, y'all. Like, for real, it's getting annoying. Like, y'all need to stop with this. Cause this gets, it's getting annoying. Like, like it pisses everybody off. It's like, oh my God, you know, oh my God. It, it don't make any sense because this happens the same every, every single time. It's like, it, it's just, oh, oh. It, I, don't, I don't get it. it. It's just, it gets tiring. It, it does. Jesus, like, there's better things we can do with our two hours. Like, this is this, like, it's like a, like, we should call it the Friday night train wreck with this women's division. It, it, it is. It's like a two, it's like a train wreck week by week. Oh, man. The next match was for the Intercontinental Championship between Kevin Owens 
and Apollo Crews. Listen, with this match, it was a very solid matchup. I'm not saying that. Oh, but damn. Like, listen, you know, Kevin Owens and Apollo, they had a very solid showing. I, I, You know what? This one's pepperoni pizza match of the night. But this is what I'm talking about. Another distraction leads to another roll-up. For two consecutive matches, we see a... Oh, my God, man. You know, SmackDown... You're starting to rub off on Monday Night Raw. You you really are. I'm just so sick of these people. You know, we watch the shows week in and week out. And you're thinking, like, I feel like, honestly, to be honest with you, it it, it feels like we're, like, like, listen, we should do every match like this. Like, listen, if, if you feel like our finishing moves are not good enough, Let's do, roll. like, listen, this whole roll-up thing, the distraction leading to a roll-up win, it's annoying. Like, listen, if you're going to have it, like, it's just, it's sad to see. It's like, it it annoys you. It's like, that pisses me off as the most. Like, y'all need to stop with these roll-ups, man. It, it, It don't make sense. Oh my God, you know, this is what I mean. This is what I exactly be talking about. Now you understand why, oh my God, you know. Oh my God, see, it's just so, it it annoys you. It's annoying me right now. It is. Oh man, you know, it. Another distraction leads to another fruit roller. I'm tired of this roll-up thing, man. Um, but but you know what? This was the brighter side of the show. Guess who? My, guess who's gonna be returning real soon? My, my man, Alistair Black. That dude is the truth. Former NXT champion. My man, Alistair Black, my, is coming back real soon. You know what? That was pretty much the saving grace of the show. Because let me tell you something. Alistair Black, he is a walking beast. Because ever since his NXT days, my man was my man was a baller back in NXT. But dang, his booking ever since he got up to the main roster has been questionable. How do you have a former NXT champion like him with questionable booking? We never seen homeboy since um old boy since October like this is my thing as a as a wrestling fan it's just to the point where like listen if I had to redo his time on the main roster he would be in the champion like like listen I wouldn't say Grand Slam champion like that but that that sounds a little too off the rails but he would be a champion like I don't care if it's tag I don't care if it's U.S., I don't care if it's I.C., I don't care if it's Universal, I don't care if it's WWE Championship. Get this man a championship. You do, because, you know, my man, he's he's the truth. Like, it'll be, oh my God, and then everybody, 
You know be everybody's dream match with Alistair Black is between Dexter Loomis and Karrion Cross. Or if you want to make the match look cooler, throw Bray Wyatt in. Look, like, that would be cool. Like, you know, Alistair Black, he's a very underrated star. But, but it's just my thing is like, you know, finally he's, finally we're seeing him back. Finally. Because you know what, that dude is a, man. If you saw him, like, let me tell you something. That black mass finisher, oh my goodness. <laughs> that that move hits different when you look at it. Like that black mass is like, oh my God. I'm like, how do you like people got got a lot of got a real big set to take that black mass. Like the black mass is like the most nastiest finishers in wrestling. And then his kick game is nasty. Oh man. Oh my god. And and then um backstage, you know. Backstage um we had um Bianca Belair insult Bianca I mean not Bailey insults Bianca Belair. And here's my thing. Now we have Bailey facing off against Sasha Bailey facing off against Bianca at WrestleMania Backlash for the Women's Championship. I, I don't I don't understand. So where's Sasha Banks in her rematch? Where's that? What I I'm not. Maybe this is me. But you know what? Hopefully Sasha. Like I need to see a triple threat. Like like. I don't understand how Bailey just jumps the line. Like, I don't get that. Like, I'm like, what? That that don't make any sense. That I I, I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. But my thing is, is like, you know, B- Kayla Braxton, like, before that happened, you know, caught up with the SmackDown Tag Champions, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root, and, you know, the S- Street Profits came up. You know, it seems like, but you know, th- I don't understand it. You know. But you know what? Like, listen, I like the Street Profits. They're very their charisma game is something different. But my thing is, we already saw them as tag team champions. Where's Ray and Dominic? Where's um Otis and Gable? I I don't get that. Like, we already seen them go for the tag team championship. So we're gonna we're gonna see. Ziggler and Root and the Street Profits again. That's what I mean by, you know what? Give give somebody else a shot. I, I don't understand it. I, I, I pretty much don't. Um, I'm guessing you want to call the next match. I'm guessing if you want to call this the main event was between the Mysterios and Alpha Academy. So the Mysterios win. You know, this was a very solid, you know, very solid um, tag team match. Very high energy. You know what? I've been waiting for quite some time to see Dominic and Ray hit. Did we ever had a father-son tag team championship? A father and son tag team champion duo before? Like, that would be cool. Like, I really want to see that. 
Like, I really want to see, you know, Ray and, and his son Dominic to become tag champions. Like, I've been waiting for that. I thought they were going to do it at WrestleMania, but they didn't do it at all. Like, honestly, like, it'll be nice. It'll, it'll be very nice to see that. Because um, my thing is, like, they look very, you know... You know, it, they look very solid out there. My, but you know what? Why is it not the, not the Mysterios going for the Tag Team Championship? You got the Street Profits again? It don't make sense. Like, I just wish that, um, you know... You know, my thing is, is like, uh, my thing, my thing is, my thing is with, with creative, like with booking, you gotta, honestly, why is it always the Street Profits in the Tag Team Championship match? Every time. Like, listen, like I said it before, and I'll say it again, very, very entertaining to watch. They, they work like a, a real cohesive unit, a well-oiled machine. But you can't have them in tag team matches, championship matches all the time. Give it to, to the Mysterios for once. Give it to Alpha Academy. Like, listen, you know, it seems like this could be down the line a future number one contenders match. Like, that's what I... But you just can't rely on the Street Profits for everything. But yeah, um, honestly... Like the match was very, very solid. I'm not, I'm not gonna, you know, talk down on it. But you know, they they showed a lot of good in ring chemistry. And my thing is, is you know, this is gonna be a real interesting, you know, whoever, because you know what, honestly, the way I see it, you know. Either way, the, the Street Profits look like they're next in line to challenge for the SmackDown. But that is raising questions. It is, because we already saw this last week. So they're going to be going for the Tag Team Championships again? I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. <sighs> but you know what? This SmackDown, in my honest opinion, they get six and a half pizza slices. Like, that's my that's my review. This this smack this episode of SmackDown gets a six and a half pizza pie. Cause honestly, I like listen, you know. We had, we had like one match in the first 40 minutes. We get two two roll-up wins. And we have a... What is this? What is this? You know, Monday Night Raw. I, like, this, we should call this Friday Night Raw Smackdown. Because it, it's like, it's the same thing. But smack, this is like Monday Night Raw in a two-hour form. Oh man, SmackDown! You gotta be serious, man. You you have to, you gotta stop. Like this, this is what I mean. Um, but with that being said, guys, um, I'll kick it with you guys again. 
um, later on tonight. Um, we're going to be doing our little Sunday chill out chat, our little Sunday chill out podcast episode. But yeah, this is the, it, it don't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to talk about, you know, on our little Sunday chill out chat, you know, unpopular thoughts. We're going to talk about the Mickey James controversy. You know, we're going to talk about, you know, oh man, we're going to talk about unpopular opinions, some that, that I developed, that I, I feel like. I should say, we're going to talk about the latest Mickey James controversy. Um, we're going to talk about um, pretty much how I feel about the women's division on in WWE. So with that being said, this is J-Dubs Wrestling Talk, your host with the Mizzles, J-Dubs. Peaceful vibes and pizza, everybody. This is your this is your guy J Dubs signing off. See you later on tonight. Peaceful vibes.